You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Time to talk some NFL action and preview (laughs) the first slate of games that we have to preview tonight. We're going to start with the Kyle Shanahan revenge game. Oh, yeah. The San Francisco 49ers hit the road to take on Atlanta, who is a perfect 5-0 and against the spread, despite the fact that they're below 500. they They're 2-3 and this season. And we have some line movement where this opened at 6. It's down to 5.5. Atlanta at home plus 5.5 dogs. I actually saw a 6.5 at one point, too. I did, so too. moved a lot. I did, too. That's what I took because I, I took Atlanta there. Um, don't know that I love it, actually. We'll talk about it here in a second. But I just feel like I've took I've taken them all five weeks and they've done nothing but cover, so I have to stay on the boat. But this is probably a bad week. If there's going to be a week where they come back down to earth, it's probably against San Francisco here. They like to run the ball. San Francisco's front four really doesn't let you run the ball. The total's 44 and a half. Anything for you guys in this game? Guys, guys, guys. I want, I just like have stayed away from betting this game because I feel like if I do it, it makes me part of the public. You know what I mean? Like, it yep. just, I just feel like I don't want to be one of those. No, you know? I, I get that. I'm like, I like, I like San Francisco. Just all the football things tell me I like San Francisco. You know, they run the ball really well. Jimmy G, they play, you know, probably some of the best defense to get after the quarterback. They have a good kicker, even though he's been sort of banged up. But, you know, I just don't want to be one of those. It's like, oh, yeah, you got got by Atlanta. Page, are you going dog or are you going with the uh, favorite here? Crystal read my mind. I just don't want to be one of the public people because I feel like everybody's going to be on San Francisco. It's a tricky spot, right? Yeah. Their second straight East Coast game. They have Kansas City on deck next week at home, so there could definitely be some look ahead there. Atlanta's 5-0 and against the spread this season. 75% of the money is on Atlanta and only 43% of the bets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's look Atlanta. I mean, we've been talking about it. They've really been a good team this season. They're third in the NFL in terms of rushing in in the league, one hundred sixty four point six yards per game. All five of their games this season have been decided by six points or less. They're playing everybody tight. Yeah, and San Francisco's dealing with ton of injuries. Nick Bosa is probably going to be out. Emmanuel Mosley tore his ACL. Jimmy Ward's out. Robbie Gold, the kicker, is hurt. So. I don't know. I hate betting against the NFC West on the East Coast, especially against San Francisco. They And Shanahan has really just perfected the West to East trip. It just seems like a tough spot, though, and Atlanta's undefeated against the spread, so it's a pass for me. I just I want to sit back and watch. This just feels like backdoor cover, yeah. kind of all over it. Yeah. Last possession, whether or not Atlanta's going to score to cover or not. Yeah, I like that. I mean, I'm on Atlanta here, and uh, it's probably a bad matchup against San Francisco, but the reason I played it, man, like you said, the injuries on the defensive side of the ball, especially if Bosa's unable to go here, mm-hmm. and he's dealing with a groin injury, which is like a death sentence for pass yeah. rushers. And they have you the know? Chiefs next week. And they don't really care. Like, the Falcons, I saw this was interesting. They're running into a stack box at the league's fifth highest rate, so they don't care. They know you're going to take away the run, because Mariota's not dropping back 35 times to beat you. Right. And also, he's not playing as well as he was the first four weeks of the season. He's cooled down. Now they go against a top defense. What's big is it looks like Kyle Pitts is going to be a game-time decision. He wants to play. You brought up Armstead. He's out. Bosa's got the groin injury. So I took a shot with Atlanta. It's not my favorite bet this weekend, but I had to go back to it. I'm waiting on some Caleb Huntley props as well. I was looking at like 30 rushing yards, but they don't have them listed uh, because it looks like Patterson's obviously out again for Atlanta this weekend. The next game we have to preview, the New England Patriots taking on the Cleveland Browns. These teams 
are pretty much the same. Like, they're mirror images mm -hmm. of each other. Let's see if there's been any line movement. I don't believe that there has. The Browns are two-and-a-half-point favorites at home. You have to lay minus 115 juice. Total here is 43. Trista, I'll start with you. Anything in this game for you? I didn't take this, but I'd probably just take Browns' money line at home. Some of the best offensive line play in the league right now. I think that they're top three in terms of, like, just adjusted line yards. Um, and yeah, I mean, I don't really care who's playing for the Patriots, whether it was Zappy, whether it was Mac Jones, yeah. I just, that's not really relevant to me in terms of breaking this down. Ramondre Stevenson's been good. I think this thing comes down to the wire. Probably wouldn't take, uh, the spread either way. Probably would just take the Browns on the money line, but I haven't actually played it officially yet. PJ, anything for you? <sighs> no, nothing for me in this game either. I was telling you guys before the show in my office pools where I have to pick against the spread in every game. I got a three and a half with New England, and it's one of my bigger confidence plays. I love New England at three and a half. But at this two and a half, Trista's right. I feel like Brown's money line's the play. They lost by two last week. If they make that field goal, they win by one. Yeah. Every game they play has been like, like a three-point game. It comes right down to the wire. The, the key thing, right, is we know Belichick takes away what you want to do best. And obviously, he's going to try and take away Chubb in the running game. New England's having trouble, though, stopping the run. Mm -hmm. But on the flip side, Ramondre Stevenson had 161 rushing yards last week. Yep. The Browns can't stop the run. Zappy's playing good. There's not much tape on him out there. So this is tough. It feels like New England's definitely live to win this game. They absolutely could win it outright. Cleveland could win it. That's why it's two and a half. It's a toss-up. I would I would stay away. If this thing creeps back up to three, then I think you play New England. Yeah, three, I like New England. I also took the Browns' money line here. You know, I don't think Zappy's that much of a downgrade from Mac, and I don't think Mac's going to go here. Maybe he does, and if it's Zappy again, this is really his first true road start, so I don't think Bill's going to put much on his plate. I wish I could bet this game under, like, 170 minutes. I think this game's going to fly by. <laughs> yeah. Most games, like in that slate, are going to be starting up the fourth quarter. But if you look at it, like, they're the same team. Browns, number one in rush efficiency. I love watching them run the football Patriots number two but neither team could stop the run yeah and for Cleveland like they've dealt with some injuries so that's understandable Jadeveon Clowney just came back uh, Miles Garrett got in that car accident hasn't been the same since but the Patriots at number 32 and explosive runs allowed is crazy to see so my favorite play in this game Nick Chubb over 18 and a half rushing yards on his longest rush it seems like a lot and now it's juice minus 150 but he's had at least one 20 yard run in nine straight games if you go back to last season that's He's going insane. against the Patriots, 32nd in explosive runs allowed, and they're allowing three or more yards before contact on 29% of those rushing attempts. So I love Chubb uh, to have at least one carry for over 19 yards, and I like the Browns, but at three, I do feel like the Patriots are probably a smart play. Uh, we got the Ravens and the Giants. PJ, let me start with you on this one. The Giants, they broke my heart even though I did go over their win total. They upset my Packers. Daniel Jones, I stuck up for you. When everybody else was calling you a small-handed freak, saying you kind of look like Eli. Remember, small hand, old small hand Jones. That's why he fumbles so much. That was the knock on him. They're uh, six-point dogs now, taking on the Ravens. The total is forty-five and a half. What are you doing in this game, PJ? Your team is a big favorite here. Isn't that next? Yeah. Is that next hour? That's next hour. That's Giant, okay. Ravens, Giants, six oh, hour. well, let's talk a little Jets Packers then. <laughs> I was so confused, guys. I was like, I don't have that part in that my notes. That was a tease. We will save Ravens, yeah, I'm just, Giants. For I'm just saving that. Well, you know what? Jets Packers, I'll take that one first then. All right, you take it. The Jets are seven and a half point dogs. I would probably play the Jets. It's minus 115. It actually went from seven and seven and a half. So that's a little surprising. Total in the game is 45. I didn't play the Jets. Uh, my rule, I do not bet against the Packers, but if I were going to, 
this would be the week to do so. I saw some interesting stuff. I thought Warren Sharp did a really good job and kind of talked about it on Twitter. What I've been talking about, the Packers have the number one passing defense in the league unless they see play action looks. Then they drop all the way to 32nd. The Jets run play action at the second highest rate in the league. That scares me a little bit. Ooh. Absolutely. Um, especially when Eric Stokes is playing soft zone coverage 15 yards off the ball, even though he runs a 4-3-40. I, like, I do have a prop in this game. Uh, I've never faded Aaron Rodgers in my life. I'm going to. Under longest completion this weekend, 32 and a half yards. It's minus 125 to the under. I just, if you look what the Jets do defensively, Robert Sala, that's that's his expertise. They combine using zone coverage and they blitz on 71% of opponent dropbacks, which is the league's fourth highest rate. Rodgers, who I love, throws the ball at least 20 yards down the field at the league's ninth highest rate this season. But without Devontae, he drops the 30th when facing no blitz and zone coverage. I think he's going to see a lot of zone. Obviously, Salah knows this. Michael Floor knows this. He's coaching against his brother. And against zone this year, 44% of Rodgers' passes don't even cross the line of scrimmage. He's dinking and dunking. They talked about this. I thought they did a good job on the broadcast uh, on the NFL Network last Sunday in the London game. Like, Rodgers just can't push the ball down the field yep. right now. Everything is these short little passes. So, under uh, longest completion for Aaron Rodgers, lean to the Jets and the over in this game. What about you guys? My, oh, my, ahead, my lock of the week is in this game. It absolutely is. My lock of the week in the NFL is Jets over 17 and a half team total points. Wow. Green like Bay, that. Green Bay coming back from London without a bye. Offensively, they haven't been great. Fast international turnarounds have been spelling very tired defenses. London hangovers are very real. You talk about Green Bay and their run defense has been specifically trash, like the trashiest part of the things that aren't going well. And the Jets O-line is actually starting to gel with Elijah Vera Tucker, who could be like the most versatile offensive, young offensive lineman in the league right now. Brees Hall, I think, has a massive game. Like, I think the 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 holes that will open up for Brees Hall in this game will be parting like the Red Sea. He's gotten more and more productive every week. Uh, he set a rookie record for Jets uh, all-purpose yards for 197 receiving and on-the-ground total. Uh, Jets fourth quarters have also been ridiculous, 54 to 20. So like this is a team that's very explosive. The Jets are fifth in the NFL right now in explosive plays, and they go against a tired defense coming back from London when they didn't play well against another New York team with no bye, and they're tired, probably jet-lagged. Oh, yeah, give me the over 17 and a half points. You talk yeah. about Zach Wilson. He's had 64 total points in his last two games combined. So, yes, I like that. I also like Brees Hall, all the Brees Hall props for me. Over 59 and a half rushing yards, over 83 and a half rushing and receiving combined. And I also, of course, how could I not? I like the Jets plus seven and a half. Ooh, let me wow. add something to that, too, because I brought up how they can't defend the play action. And now they mm -hmm. might be with a limited Rashawn Gary, who's easily yeah, the I Packers' best player. Mm -hmm. He's dealing with a toe injury and it's scaring the hell out of Matt LaFleur. So I think that's something to watch out for. So I do like that look on the Jets. This is also one of my four or five favorite plays of the week. I love the Green Bay Packers minus seven and a half in this game. Thank you, PJ. So that get, makes me feel a little bit better then, okay? It's the get right spot <laughs> for the Packers. I, I, I don't understand all the Jets' love. They should be a one-win football team right now. Their one dominant win was against a third-string Dolphins quarterback. Now, there's no question they're playing better football. There's no question their rookie draft class looks great. Sauce is going to be a star. Garrett Wilson's yeah. really good. Brees Hall's really good. This just feels like a Zach Wilson three to four interception game. It just does. He's going to Lambeau. I can just see him turning the ball over. That's what he did when he went to Pittsburgh. It has the same vibes. I get they're coming back from London, but 
Rodgers, no, there's no, there's no messing around anymore. The one thing Aaron Rodgers is great at is when he can sense his team really needs a win, yeah. he gets his team a win. Now, will it be by three points? Will it be by four points? Will it be by 10 points? That's the big question. But I think this is going to be a Packers route this week. We know all the statistics, LaFleur and Rodgers, awful losses and all this stuff. I really expect them to take care of the Jets this week. I love it. All right, let's move on. Jags, Colts. We've talked about this one a lot this week. The Colts now minus two point favorites, uh, minus 130 on the money line. I played Indianapolis on the money line. It looks like Jonathan Taylor might go. He's questionable, but he was back at practice. Shaq Leonard, I want him out there more. It looks like Hines is going to get out of the concussion protocol. This is a numbers play for me yeah, because, same. like, look at it like this. I And I like this Jags team, but a couple weeks back, Indianapolis went on the road in Jacksonville, and the Jags have covered six straight against the Colts. The Colts can't beat the Jags. We already know that. But they were four-point favorites on the road in Jacksonville. Now this game's played in Indianapolis, where there is a home field advantage. It looks like JT's coming back, and they're only two-point favorites. So that's just a big adjustment for me. I know it hasn't looked good for Indianapolis. I know Michael Pittman's their only deep threat, and he has zero targets over 20 yards. But I do think they're going to figure some things out, and I still think they win the division. Colts minus 120 money line for me. This game, you know, I've been going back and forth on early in the week because Jacksonville was coming off a home loss and going on the road. I tend to love betting teams in that spot, but it's tough to beat a team two times. It's tough to beat a team two times in the span of three or four weeks, especially. We know the Colts are a much better home team than they are a road team. Like you said, they're likely going to get Jonathan Taylor back. This whole game comes down to Trevor Lawrence. When the Jags win this season, five touchdowns, zero interceptions, zero turnovers in those two wins. In their three losses, three touchdowns, eight turnovers, four picks, four fumbles. He takes care of the football. The Jags are going to win. He doesn't. They're going to lose. I don't think he does. Give me the Colts. Yeah, I like the the under in this Colts game the most. Don't, don't feel a lot of points being scored. Kind of feels like the same sort of vibe as the Broncos game with the more adept offense for the Jags. Yeah, what's it, like six straight games for the Colts and one under? Maybe nine? Mm-hmm. I got to look it's at that. Ton. It's been cra- it's The been lowest a crazy scoring number. team in football. 